Alright, welcome to another Indecorous Podcast. Purveyors of fact, forest, and fucked up history. Joining this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh, learn a fact, and try out all our super safe Indecorous life hacks. As always, we have Carlos. I'm here. Bobby. Yo. And today our special guest, comedian Augusta Anderson. Greetings. And I'm Ian. I'll be your drunk driver through this collision course of nonsense. You guys might notice that we sound like complete ass today. That is because we are using the Discord server for the first time, trying to navigate technology like a bunch of wiry old fuckers. And well, if you want to we're being better, responsible. We're being responsible because there's a pandemic going on. So I don't think we really need to apologize. I think China needs to apologize. Yeah, like and, and, I think anybody that listens to podcasts either knows what's going on or they listen to podcasts where people have more money than us. Yeah. <laughs> That's so not a, that's not our fault. Like, if you want us to sound better, subscribe to our Patreon. Exactly. Yeah. So we now have a reason to kind of shame you into supporting our Patreon. But the good news is because we're doing this online, we get to have Augusta on. Welcome, yeah. Augusta. Hey, hey. All right, you guys ready to kick this motherfucker off? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's give it a go. All right, so restaurants just recently opened to half capacity here in North Carolina. In South Carolina, well... They were always open because they're sort of our retarded step cousin. So this means that now with new laws about capacity restrictions, restaurants have to find a way to visually delineate the spaces and tables that can be occupied. So while most restaurants opt for basic bitch yellow tape to mark off closed tables and areas, one creative South Carolina restaurant found a better solution to let the people know where the fuck to sit. So... Bobby's got the headline here. Yeah, it's 2020, Ian. I don't think you're supposed to say step cousin. <laughs> That's what it was. All right. Yeah, I think so. Jimmy uh, Malayas wanted to make the restaurant look as full and inviting as they could at the Open Hearth Restaurant in Greenville County. So they ordered 10 blow-up dolls and dressed them up like patrons and put them in all the tables that people are not supposed to sit in. Those are the tables I want to sit at most. Yeah, no kid. I didn't know you could do that. You can order them ten at a time. Is that that's like a service that somebody <laughs> provides? Oh, bolt, bolt blow up dolls, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds like I'm just going out to lunch with my friends. If you're yeah, like a really exactly. fat guy, you're probably popping those things like every other time, right? So you might as well buy them in bulk. Right. I bet they have like a wholesale discount on them. Yeah, are, yeah. I mean, are those even really things? I thought they were just like gag gifts. <laughs> oh no, they're real things, man. I'll show yeah. you. I'll show you. I mean, anything can be a thing with enough heart behind it. Yeah, like I've never looked at like a pool float and wondered how I could fuck it, you know? <laughs> and you have not truly lived, Bobby. Bobby right? Branch out, dude. Apparently not. That's a part of life I am willing to forego. So here's what they look like. I'm showing you the picture. So they just... Uh... <laughs> it's very dignified. Uh, we, uh, no, I mean, at least her mouth isn't just gaping open. Yeah, this is at least a fancy blow-up doll that's like, hey, I don't I do not do oral. It, was, <laughs> actually looked, it looks like my last headshot that I took. <laughs> one of the cheaper ones, the more fancy, expensive ones have the oral entry as well as the anal and vaginal. On the picture that we just saw, the blow-up doll just had a shut mouth, which, to be honest with you, I think is a fantasy for a lot of married men, just <laughs> to have a woman that has a shut mouth. Yeah, I don't even want to fuck that thing. I just want to look at it and fucking have my like, TV show sandwich and sandwich. It's a woman that's, that's actually, not whenever, Usually whenever I'm having sex, that's what I like to do. That's the kink I like to employ is just like, I don't make any noises. You just stare and shut your mouth. 
Yeah, and I like try to not even blink. You just stare <laughs> lifeless. You just just like shed a single tear. <laughs> <laughs> so Jimmy Malahi's, I don't know. I think each one of us is going to pronounce this fucking last name differently. <laughs> Jimmy Malahi's uh, was saying, He says, "My grandson told me they look kind of creepy, but we had to spice up the place some way." So now when patrons enter the store, they will be greeted by flashbacks to their deepest shame from their teenage years. That's not part of the quote. I should have said unquote and then put like, and this is what Ian said afterwards. <laughs> so if the- Ian ever walks into this restaurant, he'll be greeted by flashbacks to his deepest shame from the What teenage- can I say? My teenage years were awesome. Yeah, remember your shameful teenage years when you'd spend... Yeah, no shit. That's a pretty good scenario if that's your deepest shame. It's just that you you were just fucking blow up dolls. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty pedestrian by some standards. Right, you're not ruining other people's lives at all. So Augusta can take us on this last one here. Other local stores have taken notice and are considering similar ideas. The subway across the street has reached out to corporate to get some life-size cutouts of Subway's old spokesperson, you know... Pedo Jared or Fat Jared, as he was formerly known. The manager at the subway was quoted as saying, quote, these have to be pretty cheap by now. I figure corporate would just send them to us for practically nothing, end quote. And this is Ian. Ian will never miss a chance of trying to pry in Jared from Subway into every fucking article that we do. Pretty sure this is not true, but Ian is a big fan of Jared from Subway. I'm trying to get him freed, Carlos. Hashtag free Jared. I think it'd be a lot creepier to have actual scarecrows than the blow-up dolls. (laughs) (laughs) And these things could be, they could backfire too, because... Not everyone is socially adjusted the way you would expect. Someone might go in there and start fucking those things right in front of everybody eating their breakfast. It'd be funny if one of these blow-up dolls started deflating, right? In the middle <laughs> of you having it. And, and the waitress comes over and is like, what are you having? And then they're like, I'll have what she's having. Huh? Remember <laughs> that from the when Harry met Sally? Come on. <laughs> uh, but the they actually have that, to right? break out like a bicycle pump. Like part of the server's opening duties are like, we got to make sure the tables are wiped down, the salt shakers are filled, everybody's got sugar. Also, here's the bicycle pump for the dolls. Just go <laughs> go around and make sure that everybody's full. Yeah, I think yeah. it'd be a lot cooler if, if a patron died and they just didn't notice for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> they just thought it was one of the blow-up dolls. Yeah, they're like, we got we to spend a little bit of extra money on the better ones. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why does this I just one would like smell? to see Japan's no. version of this. Like, theirs are way better. Their sex robots are, like, insane. Oh, dude, you know Japan's doing this kind of shit all the time now. They've been doing this for probably It's actually just a regular years. restaurant there. It's yeah, in Japan, the sex robots are also serving the food. Moving on to our next segment in other news of the weird. A bad cop bad teacher power couple team up for a wacky caper with a surprise ending. This one's kind of fun, so we'll let Augusta kick this one off here. All right, let's find out. Last week, a Louisiana junior high school teacher and her husband, a sheriff deputy, have been sued for allegedly serving students cupcakes containing the husband's semen. You can sue people for that? <laughs> I'd be yeah, a fucking yeah. millionaire if I knew that was against the law. Do you need to consult with your attorney real quick, Carlos? Yeah, let me make a phone call real quick. (laughs) Do you need to go form an LLC real fast? Uh, Yeah, like, guys, I think we're going to have better microphones by next week. (laughs) 
Yeah, is that our new thing? Like every week we're gonna have a segment to, like cooking with semen. Yeah. Well, like I have semen muffin that I typically dole out, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's how you deal with well, bad kids. You can't punish them. You can't hit them and cuss them out. So you just have to channel your anger and rage through just cupcakes. Is that what people are doing these days? Well, I'm gonna tell you, I got a million questions right now, but I'm just gonna. Hopefully they'll be answered as we go through this. So I'll read the next thing. Not surprisingly, Dennis and Cynthia Perkins already had quite the rap sheet. Prior to this incident, the lewd Louisiana couple had been arrested for video voyeurism, mingling harmful substances, public obscenity, sexual abusing an animal, and filming themselves nude in the presence of a minor. They also allegedly filmed the students eating the disc cupcakes presumably so they could later either laugh or fap to it or both. I'm going to guess fap. I'm going to go with fap to that one. So How does this person become a, is allowed to be a teacher with this fucking rat sheet? I'm telling you. Dude. Yeah. Louisiana's really scraping the bottom of the barrel there. Yeah. Basically, if you're a teacher that's been fired everywhere, just apply in Louisiana. Their standards <laughs> are fucking... And out of all those crimes, like the one I have the most questions about is the mingling harmful substances. Like that... Yeah, what is that? I don't know. That, that sounds like a, like a terrorist thing. So I have, I have a lot of questions around the sexually abusing animals like how do you get caught for that unless you're doing it in, like you want daylight in public no but like think about like a friend comes over and just notices your labrador is a little bit more happy than usual and it's got a bloody asshole i mean how do you get caught seriously unless you're doing it in broad daylight in public it seems like you're not gonna get caught for that right and we all know you're supposed to use petroleum jelly so like. yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> Look, just because you got away with it for years doesn't mean these people are, you know, that's, that's check your privilege, man. There's a right and a wrong way, I guess. <laughs> so Bobby can take us on this last one here. Unlike the previous criminal charges, the new Jizz Cupcakes are civil. One of the lawsuits claims a father of a victimized student has not been able to find employment after the incident due to severe depression. Another claims the mother of one of the students has suffered mental health issues and insomnia since the allegations arose. I want to know, like, how in the world, so one of these kids that ate one of the cupcakes must have eaten a jizz cupcake at some point before, because otherwise, how do you know? How do they get caught? Exactly. They're just yeah, extra salty. I would, I would, well, yeah, but I'd be like, well, they're just extra salty. My mind doesn't necessarily just automatically be like, well, you're fucking somebody jizzed on this. Jizz cupcake. Was it like an icing I, on top, I, or was it actually, like, mixed into the batter? <laughs> batter in the batter. I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but I, I take like a little sample of everything I eat and, you know, just to send off to the lab just in case. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You put it in a little baggie. I Go think ahead. what they're not telling you in this whole story is that the guy was actually <laughs> did it in front of the kids. Like all these charges are from one fucking single. He just on the cupcakes while the kids were looking and he was <laughs> fingering a dog at the same time. Well, commit multiple <laughs> and then crimes bake the cupcakes in front of them. That's how you do it. Yeah. So how about that unemployed father in that story? I mean, could you imagine filing that unemployment claim? Reason, why can't you find work? Just cupcakes. <laughs> I mean, that would be cool if it was like available in a little drop-down box on the website. Yeah, yeah. If you can like, even I'm, access I'm, the I'm, website. I mean, that unemployment yeah. website is a nightmare right now. Yeah, yeah. Good luck getting through that unemployment website, first of all. Maybe he's like, it's not even COVID-related. This is just... Fashion juice cupcakes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think I think what we're trying to get at here is that the government needs to pass some jizz related unemployment legislation. That's the only then I would be so rich. <laughs> <laughs>
Just swimming in unemployment over here. Oh yeah, so uh, <laughs> you want to see the Jizz Cupcake couple? Dapper looking bunch. They're not a bad looking couple. I was expecting I mean, like, like a little bit more methy or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. This is just Ron yeah, and yeah. Lauren. Like they're like normal. I'd be like, hey man, yeah, I'll, I'll fucking eat your jizz. Like she <laughs> writes a blog on the side. Yeah, if you told me this was they just probably, the anchors of Fox News, I'd believe it. They, it's probably one of those things where they base the punishment off of how attractive the perpetrator is. Yeah, yeah, that's They're right. Like, yeah, I need his cum. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Meter. No hey guys, follow us on social media. We're on all the major ones. We're on Facebook at Indecorous Comedy. We're on Twitter at Indecorous Pod. Instagram and Indecorous Comedy. And of course, Patreon. If you can throw us a few bucks, we'd appreciate it. That's patreon.com slash Indecorous Comedy. We're putting up new bonus material just about every week now. Extended interviews, segments that got cut out. Is it true Patreon subscribers get the episode a week early? Yes. So there's what you can do. If you're a Patreon supporter, you can go up to some regular listener and be like oh i see where this joke is going and then boom spoiler alert yeah see you can look like a comedy expert uh uh-huh you're like oh i know where they're going with this joke and just kill all our momentum with our jokes (laughs) (laughs) be the noid of our (laughs) podcast yeah you ruin it for them before we ruin ruin yeah if you follow us on patreon you can ruin the podcast for all your friends what's the minimum that they can give us on three dollars three dollars that's all three dollars that's good then we have Lot Lizards, $7. And then we have Dignified Scholarly Courtesans for $10. $10. That's your fancy. That's your fancy. But even if you're just throwing us $3, that's great. I'll take $3, right? Yeah, you don't have a lace doily, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
Do you remember back whenever you were kids and your parents told you that different parts of your tongue were responsible for like sweet, bitter, etc.? So you, you would stay innocent and think the world was a magical place. Like if you go down on a girl, like all we taste are like the fucking lies because that is complete bullshit. Every part of your tongue tastes exactly the same. Was your father Willy Wonka? <laughs> he and was. What badges are you eating? Yeah. Is this, is this why your parents conned you into going down on them? <laughs> it was so strong, though. Onions and garlic and... <laughs> your mom was like, no, I swear. If you just use the right part of your tongue, you'll have a different kind of taste. Ian, just I'm keep, just going to say, working on it. the next time you're on Tinder, just look for girls that are openly eating yogurt. And then you'll feel better. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be like, I know this one's going to be good. Is there anything to that that they talk about? If you eat certain foods or drink certain things, your, yes, your celery. jizz is going to taste fucking what? Celery, dude, celery. If you eat celery, your piss and your jizz, all like celery. It's fucking the worst punishment you could ever give somebody. You were very oh, excited like, to tell us about that. But if you yeah. want to reward somebody, Carlos, kiwi. kiwi. Fucking oh, eat kiwi. kiwi. Because your jizz will taste just like fucking kiwi. I may anecdotally have learned this the hard way. So that's for men, though. So with women, it's just going to be a nightmare every single time. Oh, yeah. No. It's always just a dirty veg. Well, just no, that's why I was saying the yogurt thing is because there are specific probiotics in yogurt that help to maintain oh, yeah. the yeast oh, yeah. balance inside the vagina. Look for ladies so eating fermented foods. You'll be happy. So you were sponsored by Yoplait. <laughs> it is so good. So look for a girl that does the yogurt and the detox and the yoga and all that stuff that could be a tasty veg do you ever find yourself constantly making excuses for your little shit kid like he just has his own sense of morality or those were just lower life forms he will eventually stop maybe it's time to move on and make another less shitty kid down the road but first you have to get rid of this little monster that's where food scented candles come in so food scented flavored candles are the socially acceptable way to let nature run its course and allow you to start over with a clean slate. Most kids are dumb enough to eat them, so loving parents would never buy Oreo-flavored candles and put them in little Billy's room, but one parent's worst nightmare is your opportunity. Cheers. I'm going to need a whole explanation for this one. All right, so I'm sure Augusta knows about the food-scented candles. I mean, every girl loves scented candles, right? So they started making food-scented candles recently, but scented candles are like, the number one selling item at, like, what is that? Bed, Bath, and Beyond, or Bath and Body Works? I don't know. Ace Hardware. Bath and Body Works, Yankee Candle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are two different stores you're combining into one, yeah. I think. They basically sell these <laughs> candles there since the beginning of time, and they decided that instead of just like, oh, it smells like autumn or something, now it smells like fucking chocolate caramel blizzard Sunday or some shit. Fucking kids will eat this shit and die. But why would they die, I guess is my question. Because well, what, yeah. the, the candles are either made out of beeswax or paraffin. So you're other, saying non, non -toxic, non toxic probably? probably. I mean, it's toxic. like they're going to have a stomach ache and probably shit themselves. But like as far as the toxicity level in the candles, I just don't see it being an effective choice. I'm all for killing your kid. I'm just saying like I don't <laughs> think this will work. Yeah, there's more effective ways. Man, Plus, that's a good point. like that's a good point. the amount of scent that they actually put into candles is deplorable i will say <laughs> unless you're buying a really high quality candle and if you're buying a high quality candle it's probably not going to smell like oreos so. <laughs> they put like all the scent that they're going to put into it they put it right at the top so that whenever you open it and you smell it you're like oh my god it smells amazing and then you burn it and three hours later you're like it doesn't smell like that ever again 
You sound like you've written an email or two to Yankee Candle. Oh, Yankee Candle does high quality. Yankee Candle has the good ones, but if you go to Confederate Candle, yes. if, if you go to Southern Rebel Candle, yes, yeah, yeah, get your freedom scented candle. <laughs> so that's how the heck um, um, they're heritage scented candles. Yeah. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Heritage, if you go to heritage, heritage, not hate, hate candles. <laughs> heritage, not hate candles. So that's how this hack works. Don't want to meet or hold your friend's newborn? Just tell them you're anti-vaccine and got exposed to measles or pertussis. Then you don't have to go see their baby. I think nowadays I'll just be like, I think I might be symptomatic COVID. Yeah, yeah pertussis, pertussis was actually supposed to be chicken pox, but that's just how Ian spelled it. <laughs> I was going to say, that's like proof right there that vaccines work, because I've never even fucking heard of pertussis. Yeah, I've never heard of pertussis in my life. Yeah, this reminds me, we had Blair on about three weeks ago now. She was talking about how she had friends that wouldn't take their baby to Whole Foods because all the anti-vaxxers go to Whole Foods. So she doesn't want to expose her baby to all these fucking lunatics. So, high prices. No, no, no. So what I've, what I've been reading recently, and I guess I didn't realize this, but most anti-vaxxers are actually right-wing and not yeah, really yeah. hippies. Like, they're more of, like, anti-government control, which it's is why they're funny. against. And it's less like, like, like... Because I was thinking it was it was the carrot eaters, too. Like... <laughs> Well, they're far right and far left. Like, that's yeah. the overlap in the Venn diagram is anti-vaccine. That's, okay. yeah, that's, where the circle, that's where the circle joins up again. Like, where you get the extremists yeah. of the both sides the finally stupid. agreeing on something. Yeah, it's yeah, in the yeah. stupid quadrant. Exactly. I think that if I didn't want to hold someone's baby, I would just tell them that I suffer from epilepsy or ms yeah. and like at any point i would just drop it so it's just better i suffer from throwing my friend's baby syndrome <laughs> yeah. i just tell them i just tell them i'm a pedophile i was like all right <laughs> give me that baby but i'm gonna yeah, fucking jerk off the shit out of this baby <laughs> i hope your baby likes oral <laughs> <laughs> you're no moil we all have that friend who's a real ladies man you may even refer to him as a casanova and that's okay because most of my references are also dated as well. Today we Today want to talk to about talk. the real man himself, who was so successful with the ladies that he made history for it. This is the indecorous history of Giacomo Casanova. So Bobby, we'll lead us off here. Well, we mostly know him for being one of the most famous womanizers in history. That was just one of Casanova's many talents. He was a scam artist. Scofflaw, alchemist, spy, and church cleric. He wrote satires, fought duels, and even escaped from prison on more than one occasion. He was a scam artist and church cleric. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, right. at the same time. That was just one yeah. position. Yeah, you could have just said church cleric and we would have known about yeah, scam artists. I feel like there needs to always be unsuccessful alchemist instead of just alchemist. <laughs> yeah, if he was successful, he would have led with that. He was the first guy to turn rocks into fucking gold or fucking bedazzled jeans or something. Yeah. Right? He so just he makes affliction t-shirts now. <laughs> He's like, this is like as far a, as I can get, guys. I'm sorry. What is an actual alchemist supposed to be doing? You, you just turn shit from one thing to another? Yeah, dude. You just take Mostly, you try to take basic shit and turn it into precious metals gems things are riches fancy shit and then it just never works 
<laughs> it was such a I mean, if it worked, idea, would anyone have told you how it worked? Well, anyway, this guy is Casanova guy. He was born in Venice in 1720. Venice, California, or Italy? What are we talking about? <laughs> Venice Beach, bro. He was a, he's a big, yeah, he was a big surfer in Venice. <laughs> uh, that's how he got all the ladies, bro. He got that. He had that sick tan, hang tan. <laughs> He was born in Venice, Italy in 1725. Casanova was an incredibly gifted child and started college at the University of Padua at only 12 years old. Mm. Upon graduating, he became an avid gambler and got a taste for the ladies who absolutely adored the witty, charming kid with powdered, curled, and scented hair. So he was 12 years old. And rocking a wig like that and just fucking crushing pussy? Damn. Well, I mean, no, no, he, he started college at 12. Yeah. Okay, he started at 12, so he graduated at, what, 16? So, like, yeah. you're a freshman? That's cool. What dorm are you staying in? I guess there's no statutory if the guy's wearing a powdered wig. I don't think there was statutory in the 1700s. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Statutory no, is if you that just fucked the one that was too old. <laughs> He's got to become a man sometime. <laughs> <laughs> But the other part, too, is like, if you know, the University of Padua, that was a party school, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if you signed up for fucking Padua, you know you were just going to be fucking doing keg stands and fucking bitches. Dude, Crazy. I, I remember the, the Padua Pirates, didn't they get into like one of the bowl games? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, the Padua Pirates. And they just got that nickname because of all the raping that they did. <laughs> right. They were called the Padua Butt Pirates. Butt Pirates. Because it was mostly yeah. 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 like sodomy, but. They were called the Padua Priests originally, but then they went with Butt Pirates, which was like, yeah, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> so legend has it that in one of Casanova's trysts, he was having a three way involving two young sisters, one of whom he apparently hooked up with years later along with her daughter who it turns out was his as well. A lot of oh, people boy. likely smelled like shit back then, so maybe scented hair was all it took. Well, I'm assuming he didn't know that it was his daughter that he was fucking. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not going to take... It's like, hey, you meet Doesn't some chick that's like, you want to fuck me and my daughter? You're not going to be like, well, let's do a paternity test first. You're just going to yeah, fucking like, fuck the daughter. Yeah, like Maury's date line didn't <laughs> exist, so you're saying Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah, so we're not going to go on Maury. So I guess the, the teachable moment here is... If you fuck a chick once and then 18 years later try to fuck her again, she's like, hey, how about having a three-way with my daughter? You might want to be like, hmm. So I love that you're setting this up as like a consensual thing. Like you're like, when she's 18, <laughs> as if any of the story. Can you keep a secret? <laughs> <laughs> so he had incest going both ways, right? The two young sisters, incest number one, and then the one that became a mother and daughter, incest number two. So same family tree, Two kind of incestual veins. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't know if awesome is the word I would use. But... <laughs> I mean, if you told me that's he founded it. West Virginia, I would believe you. I mean, that's this five a... stars on Pornhub, but. Yeah, sorry. Venice, West Virginia. My fault. <laughs> it would be awesome if, like, if he fucked his daughter, then got her pregnant, and then as a grandfather fucking fucked his granddaughter. You know what I'm saying? Had a foursome. Grandfather. <laughs> Wife, daughter, <laughs> granddaughter. Talk to me when you do that, bro. So just hit every branch of the family tree, just one after the other on the way. All down. of them. All it's of like, them. No, you gotta your hoof over here. <laughs> Eventually, one of these women's gonna have like two or three vaginas and all kinds of mutations. <laughs> one of them's gonna have a penis. You're not even gonna have to do all the work. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. a science experiment. So if people are like growing third fucking arms and being like super smart, this dude might be the reason. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Casanova. So here's the deal, guys. He worked as a church cleric for a brief period, but apparently wasn't as successful with his bets as he was with the ladies. So his gambling debts landed him in prison. He then figured out he'd reinvent himself as a soldier, but quickly got bored of military life and after racking up even more gambling debt, finally decided to quit. So this guy was pretty upstanding dude, except for all this gambling that he had going on. Apparently sucked at it. I mean, yeah, I think gambling debt back then was just the student loan of our age. <laughs> that what yeah, everybody had some gambling arrears back then, right? According to every December song I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Great song. What? What's funny though is like I don't even know what's coming for like what's the rest of this guy's story, but so far he still sounds like a better person than any other church cleric I've ever heard of before. That <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude's not touching the kids. He's kicking ass, keeping his. Yeah, well, so we far, don't, we don't know that he's not touching the kids. Remember, yeah, except for his own kid, just that one. Well, thing. that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, he limits his kid touching to his own breed. Yeah, <laughs> to his yeah, own kid in the family. <laughs> So at 21, Casanova shifted gears and became a violinist. He found himself in the right place at the right time when he saved a senator's life, who then became his patron and invited him to stay in his home. Casanova found himself in trouble again, escaped to Parma, fell in love, and had his heart broken. Finally. <laughs> I'm just I mean, saying, he's over here we... breaking all these women's hearts. Like, he deserved to finally get his broken. <laughs> I'm just seeing the thing where he found himself at the right place at the right time and saved the center of his life, and he he got a patron. So, like, maybe that's what we need to do for the podcast. <laughs> get a few more patrons on our Patreon. If any we of you are senators, we will save your life. You can break our heart. Just keep contributing $3 every month to <laughs> patreon.com yeah, so slash indecorous comedy. Yeah, two of us need to go around endangering people, and then one of us goes around saving lives. Yeah, there you go. And then, then you're maybe it'll work out. Casanova, <laughs> after he had his heart broken, he decided what better way to fill that hole in his heart than with lots of random sex. And he went on a fucking spree, banging dozens of women from virgins to nuns to married women. He became a Freemason. Well, that's unacceptable. But, <laughs> He became a Freemason, wrote a play, and then eventually returned to Venice in 1753. Oh, do you guys remember Venice in 1753, right? Right, right. Woo! The summer of love. My herpes don't forget. Yeah, I think that's the year that herpes was invented, was Venice in 1753. You're welcome. where all his womanizing, gambling, and association with Freemasonry caught up with him, and he was arrested by the Venice Tribunal for his, quote, public outrages against the holy religion. Yeah, I'd love sure. to have that charge. Is <laughs> the one thing on my criminal. Yeah, no shit. Like, you're that fucking infamous that they're like, hey, man, you're, it's getting out of control, dude. You, <laughs> we got to charge you with public outrages against the holy religion. <laughs> like, we've, we've never charged anybody with this. But this is before Dennis Rodman, by the way. But <laughs> back then, he was the first one. They were like, we put this thing in the law. We never thought we'd charge anybody with it, but fucking good The day has come. So he was sentenced to five years in prison at the Leeds, pronounced like heads. Uh, I don't know if that was a <laughs> so new for me. Wrong. God damn it. All right. All right. <laughs> 
Uh, take two. This is like a scene from Anchorman right now. <laughs> All, right. All right. So Bobby just gave me fucking notes on how to pronounce the word heads, which was spelled like Lisa. Why don't you just spell it like heads? Goddamn. All right. Yeah, so- Bobby, why'd you spell this correctly? <laughs> <laughs> you know Ian's not going to be able to read this if you spell it correctly. So he was sentenced to five years in prison at the heads. No, he got- the heads. But like it's, it was to keep you from saying lead. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah, uh, Augusta, you're the witnessing lids. the end of our podcast right now. <laughs> oh man! It's like, when did Indecorous podcast start going south? Right here. Right. This is where you can end point. I'm glad I could be here for the utter destruction. It really I, means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I understand now. Right. The English language is so confusing. Like, why did they all three go solo? It's like, well, right here. That's it. <laughs> I have the inside scoop if anybody wants it. I was there. You're, you're like our Yoko Ono. Yeah, you, know, you know all those words with an L, but you pronounce it like an H? <laughs> and Bobby yeah. and Carlos had successful comedy careers, and I ironically became an English teacher. Now I'm, I'm going to start a podcast with Augusta where she just yells out, and I just pretend like, yeah, that's great, honey. Just keep, keep and then I'm just embarrassed next to Chuck Berry. But we both wear really cool sunglasses. I'd and then I'm like, oh, I just pray somebody shoots me outside of our apartment at some point. <laughs> All right, so take two. So he was sentenced to five years in prison at the Lids. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are laughing. This is the first time I hear this. Wow, you guys are weirdos. Oh, that you would just laugh at Ian saying a word. <laughs> All right, we'll try this again. I'll, I'll do a little less inflection. Take three. He was sentenced to five years in prison at the Lids, which got its apt nickname from the lead plates covering the roof and was thought to be inescapable. Thirteen months into his sentence and only a few days shy of his plan to escape, Count Bragadin, the patron whose life he saved, had him move to a more comfortable, better lit cell. So it was time for plan B. Of course, the plan B pill didn't exist back then, or he would have been buying that shit at Costco. You can't buy that at Costco. It's a good thing plan B wasn't around, because otherwise he wouldn't have gotten to fuck his daughter. (laughs) (laughs) No, she would have still had to be able to afford it. Well, you can get it at Costco. You can get like a hundred for three dollars. He's got to put it in your car. Not factual. Anybody listening to this podcast, that is not an actual fact. It's like Kirkland's signature abortion pill. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's that's uh, why I make sure that I only have sex with guys that can afford to buy it. It's like one of the discussions. uh, Equate brand plan. (laughs) (laughs) They actually do have an off-brand. It's just called Oops. Yeah, it's called a... It's It's called called a a stairs. Yeah, it's called a coat hanger. (laughs) Oh, there was this abortion clinic one time that I went to and they had these coat hangers and they had like red glitter no symbols over them and they were just hanging up everywhere. And I was oh, like, someone really? did an arts and crafts project. That's really cute. You like walk in and see a line and just take one and walk out? <laughs> like, I was going to use that, but now that it's covered in glitter, I guess I'm not. I, I care it, about what second, penetrates my body. Be, before you said the no part, I thought you had gone to like a do-it-yourself abortion clinic. <laughs> <laughs> the Home Depot of yeah, abortion yeah. clinics. 
<laughs> just Joanna like Gaines the, is in there. You know, like you can, <laughs> you can rent the tools, but we won't do the work for you. Ooh, is that what that side door is for? Nice. <laughs> when when you said you went to this abortion clinic, you didn't really kind of clarify whether you're going there for purpose or like just to hang out. Yeah, it's a good hang, bro. They have like the best leather couches you've ever seen in your life. i mean they're real nice and they have like matching ottomans so you can just post up there and chill and the wi-fi password is usually just no coat hanger or like (laughs) make better choices or don't vote things like that if you want to get a chick on the rebound that's where you go bro well she can't drive herself home so it's basically like picking up a girl from the bar yeah so you can even go there drunk just be an Uber driver and just sit. Just be an Uber driver that parks next to the abortion clinic. Well, in, in, even if you can't pick up a chick that's leaving the, the abortion clinic, you can just pick up one of the protesters. You just say, hey, I like your sign. Yeah, that's right. What's, what's your sign? What's your sign? Right. What, what, what's your sign? It's just a picture of a dead baby. Yeah, literally. What is your sign? Oh, dead baby. That's hot. Do you do that one yourself? How original. <laughs> All right, guys, let's talk about Casanova. He ultimately convinced a priest in the cell above him to help him escape and snuck the man a tool to break through the floor with. Despite Casanova's cellmate being a spy, the man was extremely religious. So when Casanova told him a dream revealed an angel was coming to help him escape, the priest indeed broke through the floor of their cell. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your copy after this, guys. Uh, The faithful man (laughs) believed the priest to be an angel and wasn't about to get in the way of God's plan. People believed in magic back then, dude. That shit played everywhere. Yeah, this just tripped me out. There's like a trippy version of the Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) So he's still in like a twosie cell. So there's like two dudes. It's Casanova and his bro who's a spy, but he was religious. And then he was just like, dude, there's like an angel that's like coming to help me escape. And the guy's like, that sounds accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So they, they returned to the priest's cell and proceeded to pry their way through the roof's lead plates and hoisted themselves onto the roof with ropes fashioned out of sheets and blankets, just like in old cartoons. After coming <laughs> extremely close to sliding off the roof to his death, the pair ultimately escaped by gondola early the next morning. Casanova said of the escape in his memoir, Thus did God provide me with what I needed for escape, which was to be a wonder, if not a miracle. I must admit, I am proud of it. I like that this dude still believing in God, because it, it seems like he's just like, yeah, you know, God wanted me to keep fucking. So that's why he kept <laughs> me alive. I feel like he's just giving an award speech at the Oscars. He's like... God provided. That's what I needed for the escape. I'm going to give this one all to God. just want to give this prison break to the big man upstairs. So he takes advantage of a religious guy that's obviously an imbecile and just gives all the glory to God. Well, it was better than his mom. He'd been like, I want to thank God and my mom. Mom's like, don't involve me. (laughs) I have nothing to do with this shit. (laughs) No implications, please. Thank you. So instead of slowing down, Casanova fled to Paris and pretended to be an alchemist. Here we go. Oh, he was oh, pretending. Yeah, Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't one of those real alchemists. <laughs> he didn't have his alchemist degree. He wasn't yeah. a full Convin- alchemist. Full he wasn't the Joel <laughs> exactly. of his day. So convincing the locals he was 300 years old. Oh. Holy shit. 
I'm only 30. I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but this guy's <laughs> trying to convince people that he's 300 and could create diamonds from scratch. Just like Account- mommy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but on, on a side uh, note, on a side note is it easier to convince someone that you're older or that you're younger? Yeah, that's true. I'm just a really good looking 300. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, you don't look a year over 217. Like, oh, you know, I've done, I use, uh, I, I got, uh, yeah, exactly. I use Pantene Pro V. So, <laughs> a count who saw through Casanova's bullshit convinced him to use his power. It was probably Count Dracula. And I guess, my, <laughs> let me not jump ahead. It's like, yeah, I've been around 500 years, motherfucker. A god who saw through Casanova's bullshit convinced him to use his powers of persuasion as a spy. He agreed, and one of his missions involved selling state bonds in Amsterdam, and he became a wealthy man. Old habits die hard, though, and he spent all his money on women and gambling. God, Jesus. (laughs) Fleeing his enemies and debts and found himself on the lam again. Oh, Casanova. Let's do it again. You're such a swindler. Damn it, Casanova, you could have just been a spy. I'm just mad that I'm not getting asked to be a spy. Like he's official like he was in prison with a spy. He became a spy. Why are there no more job opportunities for becoming a spy? I'm totally down. Like maybe I should look on ZipRecruiter. Have you tried scenting your powdering your hair? Oh shit. (laughs) Have you tried fucking your daughter? I think the common thread here is gambling and women, the two most evil things on earth. Right, and I'm one of them. It should just be like the thing. Yeah, you you should go hand in hand. And so in 1760, with nothing... Oh, we're in the 60s now, guys. You know, 1760. (laughs) I was about to get crazy up in this bitch. So with nothing to lose and not a penny to his name, he reinvented himself yet again as the Chevalier de saint Wow, back, back, you are back. never allowed to speak French again. Wow. <laughs> Bobby, you, but you didn't think... Chevalier? I think it's crazy that Bobby thought, I better explain leads to him, but not <laughs> Chevalier de Saint-Galt. Chevalier you know, de Saint-Galt. Like, oh, Chevalier de Saint-Galt. <laughs> so he reinvents himself, went back to Paris, and convinced a noblewoman if she paid him enough that he could make her a young man with a little help from the occult. So wait, so this dude's trying to change people's genders? And yeah, what he's happened? doing gender reassignment surgery before it was cool. So he went to England where his scams led him to rub elbows with King George III. He even tried to sell Catherine the Great on an idea for a Russian lottery scheme and dueled with a colonel in Warsaw over an Italian actress. So this dude had fucking action everywhere. But I mean, I guess his biggest hit was, did we ever find out if he was successful in helping this lady change genders? Or was it just like another failed alchemy thing he tried to do? Yeah, it was a failed alchemy thing. So you uh, you don't have a penis now, but hey, you still have your tits? Okay, cool. So I guess it's one of those situations where you can almost take the clit. I've heard this. If you uh, squeeze it tightly <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course you've, you've heard, heard about that. a clit. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear it in your bedroom? Like, okay, you know how they have like, penis pumps for dudes? They have these similar things for the clit where if, if you suction the clit tightly enough and you do enough little pumping action, you can make like a little baby dick or an Asian dick, if you will. Little and dick clit, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. You had a baby dick. You know, China. <laughs> the wrestler, not the country. China, the wrestler. <laughs> but I guess that's how you can make like a lady baby dick or something. I don't know. A lady baby dick. 
I couldn't tell you how to make a mangina on the fly, like a like a like a cheap poor man's mangina, but I can tell you how to make a, a poor man's baby dick or poor lady's baby dick. I just don't even have enough time for this. <laughs> Let me break out my anatomy charts. Okay. Sorry, guys. Let me explain to you the reproductive system. Click, click, click. <laughs> like, if you want to hear more about this, just listen to Ian's solo podcast about <laughs> lady baby dicks. We're leaving the 60s, guys, because in 1774, after 18 years of exile, he won the right to return to Venice, but was expelled again nine years after penning a vicious satire of Venetian noble nobility. <laughs> Wait, is it the copy or is it you're reading this? <laughs> I told you, I just learned how to read from nobody in particular. Nobody taught me how. In Augusta's defense, she is a lady. <laughs> I am a woman. <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be reading. <laughs> I- <laughs> in a lot of countries, she'd be stoned for this. The, prob- <laughs> the problem is, is that somebody didn't use Grammarly. All right. <laughs> in his later years, he became a lib... Uh, oh, a librarian. I was like, a libertarian. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. In his later this years, is, he became the a librarian. the story of Ron, Ron Paul. Paul. <laughs> in his later years, he became the librarian to Count Joseph Karl von Waldstein in Bohemia, but was so bored with it that he contemplated suicide, or as Ian would say, taking himself down. Ah, that's right. He loves it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's an inside joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was talking. Yeah, Let but the you're lady a woman, read. Woman. Uh, he. <laughs> Yeah, but Carlos had something important. I understand. I understand. I, I gotta. I gotta defer to the men speaking. I like how you were reading, but I had to burp. <laughs> I I totally understand. I understand. Your faculties are more important. All right. He fought the urge so he could write his memoirs and die a few years later at the age of seventy-three in a time when most were lucky enough to make it to thirty-seven. Despite all the other crazy stuff we talked about, he made it into the history books for just being a man whore. Hell yeah. God bless. How is he not in our indecorous Hall of Fame, Ian? I thought... Yeah, I mean, I had to read the whole thing first, but now after... Oh, okay. You know, what do you think? Does he, Do you think he passes? But after after we've done a group tale of regaling the accounts and the, the different stories of Casanova, I think it's... I think that... Uh, let's take a vote. I vote thumbs up. Okay, cool. I don't think I have the right to vote, so I stay out. No. <laughs> Bobby, always the contrarian. Are you giving him the fucking Indecorous Hall of Fame? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I love how like everybody else just kind of glossed over stuff, and we're like, dude, banged a lot of chicks, man. So I, the history books. I mean, so does I, anything else matter? So I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll let him through. So he's officially, I think, all three thumbs up. So I think this dude is now in our Indecorous Hall of Fame. Holy shit. If you can't get into our Indecorous Hall of Fame for banging two sisters and then later in life your own daughter, then I guess our standards are too high. Hey, everybody. We're looking for sponsors because we want to keep this podcast going. So we're looking for the most indecorous sponsors we can possibly promote. So if anybody out there knows any webcam girls that want to promote their webcam, hit us up at indecorouscomedy at gmail.com or on any of our social media. We want to partner with anybody and everybody and the dirtier the better. And we're not just limiting it to just webcam girls. Yeah, yeah. Bobby really wants guys as well. (laughs) 
webcam <laughs> trannies. Web, webcam people. Web, yeah, webcam people. <laughs> people that get naked in front uh, of videos. Or just if you have a fucked up business that you've yes. had. If your advertising has been turned down by more than one place. We want your business. Yeah, Alternative if nobody sponsorship. wants your money, we will take your money. If <laughs> nobody else will accept your business, we are more than happy to. Obviously, it's got to be within legal limits. So if you have a favorite gun smuggler, we can't really promote <laughs> that on the podcast. But any other thing. Yeah, or if you're a member of the Sackler family and nobody will run those Purdue Pharma ads anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll give you a discount. <laughs> so if the Better Business Bureau has rejected you, then we might be the best game in town for you. We might just have to do that. We'll just become shills for industries <laughs> that want to deny how bad they are. No, we, we take Oxycontin every day. And look at us. <laughs> we're thriving on Oxycontin. It's not addictive at all. At all. Those doctors were right the first time. <laughs> All right, moving on to our final topic of the week. We heroically watch hundreds of hours of porn just to find these gems. The noble task of sitting through countless hours of bukkake, cuckolding, and senseless midget gangbangs just to bring you the best Pornhub comments of the week. And please, for the love of God, someone tweet at Pornhub Aria. We're trying to get her to notices. So if you love the show, do the Lord's work and slip into her DM. Tweeted her, fucking get her attention. Are you guys not friends with her on Instagram? I mean, I'm saying we need to catch up. Oh, like I'll just, I'll DM her myself. Dude, go for it. What is her actual handle? Is it just at Pornhub Aria? Yeah, she's Pornhub Aria. Oh, okay. Oh, it's probably because you guys have dicks, so she hates you, but. Yeah, dude, use your lady parts for good fucking uses. I try to only use my lady parts for good. Bobby's got his on this first one here. This comes to us from Boner Stud. All right. So many things wrong with this video. First off, the guy looks like the dweepy-ass brother of the Duck Dynasty guy. Second, he literally sounds like a fat guy eating McDonald's at 2219. And the girl is saying, I love you way too much. She will defiantly be crying in the morning when the Duck Dynasty guy tells her what's good. I think she's going to be crying in the morning when the beer goggles wear off. I think she's going to be crying in the morning when she realizes she fucks a guy that doesn't know how to spell the word definitely. (laughs) Maybe she will defiantly be crying. She's like, no, no. (laughs) He's saying that he literally sounds like a fat guy eating McDonald's at 22.19, which is what, 10.19? Yeah, dude. No, Um, I guess that's 22 minutes in. How long is this? Oh, 22 minutes, 19. Oh, oh. I was going to military time. <laughs> military time, you know? Yeah. Because so, <laughs> as soon as I heard like, oh, fat guy eating McDonald's late at night, I was like, oh, so he yeah, sounds like Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've over. all been that guy. <laughs> sure, he loves him way too much. Must be the president of the United States. Is she so, saying I love you? Because I don't feel like that. I, I really need to see the porn for context. Yeah, basically, this is what we run into every week. We read these comments and are like, what the fuck kind of video were you watching? I have a question. Do you think he is boner stud, like he's like a studly man with a boner, or like he has a stud surgically implanted into his boner? It's, it's actually boner stew D. Oh, uh, boner, like, like his name is Stu and his last name is D. Like yeah, like, like or maybe stew. it's boners to you, D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
boners to you, D. Yeah. I think it's like either you get the bone or you get the stud. You know what I'm saying? Like bone or Oh, yeah, stud. tongue pierced. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, take a pick, bro. You can get the bone or you can get the stud, but you can't get them both. <laughs> <laughs> This comes to us from bone and stud, so you can get them both. I, I, I kid, I kid, it's not bone and. This comes from a hostess. See, here's my thing. As a white dude, this is not going to end well. Anytime you start with as a white dude, this is not going to, this is one of those where like, if it starts with, I ain't racist or nothing. <laughs> so hostess tells us, see, here's my thing. As a white dude pretending to be an Asian dude disguised as a cartoon black dude, from the bottom of my heart, this girl seems too innocent. I mean, most Japanese porn stars do. But there's that naive hope deep down that she and this guy actually did just meet, and now they're out there banging and living a nice life together. Sigh. A wigga can dream. And I can say wigga because it didn't end in an ER. <laughs> go ahead, so go confused. Ahead. Yeah, I'm confused too. Like, there's so many ethnicities in this post that I don't even know what I can say that's not going to sound racist. I just think it. Yeah, I couldn't even pay attention after envisioning cartoon blackface. So, Can't if you haven't yeah. seen the movie Inception before, this is pretty much the movie Inception if it were a slightly racist Pornhub comment. So, well, what I'm yeah, gathering is that if you look at his little person, his little avatar, it's a black guy. So as a white dude pretending to be an Asian dude, so I'm saying like he is putting uh, yeah, he's yeah. putting himself into whoever this Japanese porn star is fucking because chances are that dude is Asian. So in his mind, he's like, well, I'm trying to be this Asian dude, but I'm also disguised as a black cartoon. He really needs to see a therapist about just figuring out who he is. Well, I mean, I think that goes for most of the Pornhub comments that we read, most of these guys probably should be seeing a therapist. Oh, I mean, really? if you're yeah, I mean, if you're leaving a comment on a porn video, <laughs> something's wrong with you. Well, I just found a new pastime that I have not been engaging in. So <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Are you hostess? Is that what you're trying to tell us? Are you hostess? The poster of this last comment. Oh no! I, I thought you were asking if he was hostess, and I was like, "Oh my God, is he a Twinkie inside a Ding Dong, inside a snowball?" <laughs> when all this stuff is over, I will deep fry all of them for you, and you will lose your mind. No jizz in mine, please. Hold the jizz. <laughs> Light on Light the on. jizz. All right. So I think we made it through this one. It was. Definitely a good first go at the Discord. So Augusta, you got some shit you want to plug? I guess the thing right now for me that's kind of the most important is my YouTube channel, Always Augusta. Basically, I show the renovations for my Kia Soul and how I live in it. Of course, since all of the quarantine and everything, that's kind of gotten pushed to the side, actually being able to travel and live in my car. But it's kind of fun to see what you can do with a vehicle that was not made to live in it. Uh, yeah, usually Kias are made to die. <laughs> you will find out soon enough sir. so if people could go to my youtube channel and subscribe that would be super awesome always augusta on youtube yeah always augusta and always augusta on pretty much any social media that's where i live my life it's always augusta that's awesome so carlos you got anything you want to plug uh, no, I'm still out of shows, but I'm hoping that uh, Augusta books me in her Kia Soul at some point. <laughs> but until then, walk your cats. Walk your cats.
So he was sentenced to five years in prison at the Legs. 